My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the humility of his maidservant. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Brethren, the first covenant had regulations for worship in an earthly sanctuary. For a tent was prepared, the outer one, in which were the lampstand and the table and the bread of the presence. It is called the holy place. Behind the second curtain stood a tent called the Holy of Holies, having the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant covered on all sides with gold, which contained a golden urn holding the manna and Aaron's rod that budded and the tables of the covenant. Above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. These preparations having thus been made, the priests go continually into the outer tent, performing their ritual duties. But into the second, only the high priest goes, and he but one time a year. And not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the errors of the people. Peace be to you, the reader. from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Let us be attentive. At that time, as Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home in terrible distress. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered him, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am a man under authority with soldiers under me and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled and said to those who followed him, truly I say to you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and sit at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in the kingdom of heaven, 
while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. Their men will weep and gnash their teeth. And he said to the centurion, Go, be it done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. Peace be to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. What time is it? I don't have my watch. I don't have my phone. But that doesn't matter, really, because time is relative, which is precisely why you can sit on the edge of your seat for 20 or 30 minutes after the two-minute warning in a football game. But if a sermon goes that long, well, the preacher has to remember rule number one. For a sermon to be memorable, it doesn't have to be eternal. <clears throat> there are relative cycles in time, stages of life. The wise author of the book of Ecclesiastes put it this way, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And yet in this ebb and flow of time, we often face some real challenges. First of all, there's the fact that so much of life seems rather futile. We feel like that evildoer Sisyphus from Greek mythology who seemed to, it was destined to push a heavy rock up a steep hill only to reach the top and have it roll down again. So we had to begin again. So much of life is seemingly rather futile. And of course, Whatever we gain, we're going to lose at the end. But not only is life futile, largely it's futile because it's so brief. Homer put it this way, like leaves from a tree are the generations of men. The leaves bud, they blossom, 
then they fall. And a new cycle begins. I'm tempted to say this, having the unique take on having been in this parish twice with 20 some odd years intervening. And I can tell you, it's the same old thing, only different faces. And so it goes. Again from Ecclesiastes. I looked on all the works that my hands had done and on the labor in which I had toiled. And indeed, all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. Futile, brief, to make matters even worse, so, so, so very arbitrary, so very, very unjust. From the age of kindergarten, we learn to say, wait, that's not fair. And indeed, so much of life seems unfair. So uncertain, so unpredictable, which is precisely why all that a stockbroker wants for Christmas is tomorrow's news. So unfair, so unjust, so uncertain, so unpredictable. Again, the wise author tells us, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. What can this all mean? What message of hope can we get from this reality of brevity, futility, uncertainty, injustice? Well, to begin with, we have to just face the fact that God has planned it this way. As Jesus told us in the Sermon on the Mount, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. But I think we can go a little deeper into a remedy for this condition. There's a simple remedy. And simply put, the simple remedy is this. Keep it simple. Worship a God of small things, a God not only of mighty acts, but of minor gifts. Think of life not as a gain or loss, but as a gift of grace 
Embrace that uncertainty. See that the joy that comes is like a diamond set in a setting of sorrow. And it is this very sorrow, this very grief, this very brevity of life that makes the diamond, the joy of the gift of the grace of God so sparkling, so seemingly new and beautiful. Worship the God of small things. Worship the God of grace, not the mammon of gain. You know, I grew up near Shaker territory. And the Shakers had a beautiful hymn. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing it. But I am going to read these words. Tis a gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be free. Tis the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, will be in the valley of love and delight. When true simplicity is gained to bow and to bend, we will not be ashamed. To turn, turn will be our delight, till by turning, turning, we come out right. And we do as well as can be expected in this world in which we live. God, the God of grace, will bless our efforts and help us to know his joy. Please rise. <clears throat>